This is the 10-Minute Law Firm Podcast, brought to you by Rocket Matter. Hey, everybody. I'm Larry Port with Rocket Matter, and this is the 10-Minute Law Firm Podcast. Getting right into it, I'm here with Tim Barron, an old friend of mine, and he is the Tech Innovation Manager at Pro Bono Net, which is this like awesome access to justice organization uh, that does all sorts of amazing stuff to help people get connected with uh, the legal representation they need. Tim, welcome. Thank you, Larry. It's an honor to be on the podcast. So, uh, Tim, first of all, uh, and we go way back. I, 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 was, I was friends with Tim. He was doing a lot of CLE work. And then, Tim, you joined us. You are a social media manager for a while, right? Yeah, yeah. I was doing some content for you, managing the blog, doing a ton of writing. Uh, and it was at a time when I think in 2008, uh, 2011, I think it was, when I was transitioning from uh, having a consultancy to doing what I do now. And that was just a wonderful, wonderful time and a great opportunity. Thanks, Larry. Oh, yeah. It was, we loved working with you. And, and the interesting thing is that uh, our organization is in Florida. Tim is in New York. And so he uh, was a remote worker. And so we'll get into a little bit about that because I know a lot of people out there right now are interested in remote working and remote tools and how to do it and stay sane. Uh, but before we get there, uh, Tim is in New York City. So, uh, Tim, we're hearing all over the news about what's going on and, you know, the governor of your state is becoming a celebrity. Like, uh, talk to us, like, what's it like on the ground there right now? I tell you, Larry, it's just getting realer and realer, uh, <laughs> if I can say those terms. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I had some stronger terms to say, but I don't know if we can say it on the podcast. Okay, let's not do that. Okay, let's not do that. But, you know. Children <laughs> listen to our podcast. <laughs> okay, so that's very good. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we decided that uh, our, our organization made uh, an announcement that we were going to work from home. Uh, we were prepared to do so because we have our, our remote, remote culture already in place. But then over the last week and working from home, some of the things that we, we're trying to do is how do we do that more, most effectively? And one of the things is just going out and walk, right? So even though you have to stay home, if you adhere to some social distancing, you can go out and walk. And I tell you, Larry, I just went out for a walk before, just before this podcast. So it's around nine o'clock at night. And it is, you don't, you don't even want to go out there and walk. And this, I live in the middle of Manhattan. It's just desolate. It is desolate. Sometimes people say it's like the episode of The Walking Dead. Yeah. Like, like the stra- scenes when they're in Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. There's like stragglers out there. And, and, and if you are, I saw someone some, just one person, a single person jogging. And I looked at them and like, what, what the hell are you doing? You know, so <laughs> um, it's like, it's, it's almost, you feel guilty for even being out there because everyone else is adhering to this, um, to the, the shelter in place thing. So, yeah. So it's, so we, I don't think we are like, like necessarily a shelter in place yet. They're calling it something else, but it's getting real. I mean, there's uh, the, the increase in number of cases is dramatic. People are really feeling how serious the situation is. Mm-hmm. And folks that were joking about it before are no longer doing that. So there's like now some real anxiety uh, yeah. going on at this point. Uh, that's such a shame. Are you okay? And are your friends okay? I mean, is, is everybody doing all right? Yeah, okay. yeah it, it, it's really coming close. You know, in my building, there was a couple of cases of folks being tested positive for it. And we just have to be more diligent. My, I, I feel really, really super privileged, you know, even in the legal aid space where we have to continue doing even more work than before with all of this on top of us. But the fact that we can even work and that we have, we can work from home and that um, if we want to go panic shopping at the grocery store, we have the resources to do that. I must say that if you, do, if you go to the grocery stores, they're all stocked. 
I mean, if oh, that's good news. Yeah, if, if folks are saying, I think there's a, this, this sort of panic going on sometimes, this narrative. But uh, if you need something uh, and you run out, be, be assured you'll be able to get it. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So let's uh, switch gears a little bit. I know it's kind of hard to do that. Let's talk a little bit about the legal aid stuff. I can't even imagine what's going on right now. People are going bankrupt. Uh, today was the day that they announced like over 3 million people um, you know, filed for unemployment. So what are you talking about in legal aid circles and what kind of help are you going to need in the coming weeks if, or months or years? You know, Larry, we are in a position, pro bono net, because we work with so many legal aid organizations and the civil legal aid community around the nation in helping them to build tools and, and strategies around their programs. So we are in a position right now to hear from them what some of their issues are and how we can help them with that. So a lot of the issues around um, legal aid organizations are they are not just transitioning now to all working from home staff and all of the, 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 a lot of that staff, they have to get familiar with brand new technology equipment, brand new processes that they never handled before amid all of this, this, this pandemic sitting on top of them and then having to deal with, with kids and parents and everything else at home. But they also, these uh, legal aid organizations, have to continue providing these services. And how are they going to do that? By uh, providing remote services, hotlines, uh, intakes um, online, the same way that doctors would have these uh, video chats with patients. This is what legal aid organizations and attorneys there have to do now. And for us, it's looking at how we can help facilitate that. Um, how we can help bridge some of the technology uh, resources that they need. But also, there's been an uptick, for instance, tragic uptick in domestic violence. Uh, oh, my gosh. Cases, right? I don't know if you've heard of that, Larry, but it's just Well, like, I, I kind of assumed that that might be, oh. sadly, one of the situations involved with this. I mean, people are like, you know, it's a joke on the internet that everybody's like going crazy with their families, but like, and people that are really growing crazy with their families, it's not yeah. very fun at all. Yeah, yeah. So we have to... We have to look at what is what is um, coming up. Um, legal aid organizations have to, around the country have to look at what are the the issues that they're seeing bubble up to the top that they need to address. What what are the courts doing? Since courts are closed, are they offering online um, online services? And we have a lot of uh, like the whole Law Help New York and the whole across the country the Law Help sites we, where we provide information for people in need. We have to look at how do we then provide COVID-19 resources and information that can help them uh, understand, even though they see that the information on the site, how in this time do they get the help that they need? So, and this is, what we're talking about is a side effect of the lockdown, right? You know, so like everybody being locked in place and not being able to move around is, is that, that's what's ratcheting up the tensions, I'm assuming. For sure, for, for sure, almost entirely, yes. Uh -huh. All right. Well, there's also the underlying stress that people are feeling about the virus itself. So yeah. it's just not a good combination. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, people are glued to the TV set. So it's, you know, it, you got to decompress. So let's, speaking of which, I know you and I are always talking about like ways to kind <laughs> of like be more fulfilled or better persons. So how are you mentally strategizing around this? Because this is a, some, something that you and I always kind of talk about. You meditate yeah. or what do you do? Yeah, you know, I, I'm not a good meditator. You know, I, I, I You're have, lousy at it. <laughs> I'm, I'm really, really bad at it. Um, uh, you know, and, everybody says that about you. So. Yeah, and, I've tried, and I've tried. I've tried. To, I, I don't, you know, I 
for me, I, I, I've never, I'm not motivated to meditate at all. Um, and when I've tried it, it just hasn't worked. And, well, that's uh, cool. But, um, but I, you know, there's, there are a few things that I do, and I, I think that's proven to be really, really helpful. And especially now working remotely. I know, Larry, when we worked together, when I was with Rocket Matter, one of the things that we did, we, we actually wrote this book called Working Remotely. And, yeah. and it was based on one of my favorite companies outside of Rocket Matter, which is um, Basecamp. And, right. um, and love Jason Fried and those guys. I, now it's become even more important. But besides just the tools that you can use, because everyone knows about Zoom and GoToMeeting and Slack and, or, or, and those that didn't know about it are learning you'd be about it. Yeah, I was going to say, you'd be surprised. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We've, um, so one of the things that we've done as an organization, and the legal aid organizations have been really receptive to this, is uh, either putting on webinars ourselves or convening with other technology in, uh, companies in the legal aid space to, uh, and the legal nonprofit space to put on uh, webinars for uh, the legal aid community. And they've been super appreciative of that. And this is around tools. How do you, how do you manage meetings remotely and those kinds of things? But for me personally, uh, at home, I, the, the number one thing is, and I, if everyone does this, uh, does anything, this is what they should do, is control your inputs. Right. So, you know, turn off the, t like literally almost like never look at the television news yeah. or replace yeah. it with a fish tank. Yeah. Yeah. Replace it with a fish tank. I mean, we've talked about how calming that is, but I, yeah, of course, you know, I don't have television, so I don't, so I, I don't watch the news, but, um, and, but now I've even stopped like looking at Twitter as much because that's a, that's usually my source of news, but I, I've identified like a, a few sources, you know, like the New York times and Vox media and maybe three or four podcasts. And that's how I get my news, you know? Um, and I don't go on there minute after minute or hour after hour. I just, I would say collectively, maybe uh, half an hour to an hour a day at the most. That's um, a tremendous amount of discipline. That is fantastic. How do you, yeah. how do you achieve that? Because when I do, I don't feel good. So you don't want to not feel good. <laughs> you don't want to feel gotcha. good. Um, seriously. And you know, one of, the, one of the byproducts of working from home and working in the space is that you, you never stop working. And I'm also in school. I, I, I went back, I'm going back to school again, um, yet again. And, uh, and that's taking up a lot of my time too. So between that and another thing, so this is sort of number two on the list, is I would say is increase exponentially your video chats and group texting with your circle of people. Mm, uh, that's and, good. Yeah, and what, what happens when you do that? is then you don't need to hop onto Facebook. Like, I still can't get into Facebook, even amid this pandemic. You were and a social media manager. What, uh, what? I was a social media maven. And, Come on, and man. I, and now I'm, I've basically dropped off the face of the earth with social media. And, uh, but, but it's because you have these deeper relationships via video chats, via texting, via group texting with, with your family and your friends. And, and you, feel, you feel like sated after that. And yeah, it does feel good. It feels really good. And I, I would say a couple, of, a couple of other quick things would, I'm, I'm thinking off the top of my head here, is eat less. <laughs> huh. I, I've really adjusted how much I eat. Like I, it's like all salads in the evening. And because, so you think that helps with the cortisol levels or something? So it helps with not feeling bloated and not, 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 not adding the additional stress of thinking mm. that you're putting on weight and just sitting on your couch all day. I gotcha. Um, and I've also added like a half an hour to my sleep at night. So I go into bed at like half an hour earlier. That's cool. Yeah. So all of these things to help to control stress, which of course, you know, the more you build up your immune system, 
the more oh, yeah. the better it is for dealing with this virus. And I mean, absolutely, sleep is you're, you're you've caught that's sleep is like the number one thing you can do. Yeah, uh, from that regard. Now, okay, so um, the ten minute long. Uh, so apologize to anybody who are sticklers for the 10 minute law firm podcast. Cause we're going a little bit over. Oh, it's okay. The, we usually only get a couple of hate mail letters when we do this, but <laughs> um, so uh, let me ask you this question. Then you worked remote from us from a long time. Uh-huh. Um, in addition to the kind of like mood monitoring and stuff that you do, what other, what other things can you recommend uh, that have made it, I would say, more conducive for you? Because let's face it, I mean, I think one of the issues when you were working at Rockman is you're a social guy. And mm-hmm. so being up in New York, isolated away from the rest of the team right. could not have been easy. Yeah, no, not at all. It, and I often yearned for being part of the team um, and just being, when I would come to visit for a week at a time, almost every other month, it would, it would just be so meaningful. And this is one of the, the, the things I really, really love and appreciate with the Pro Bono Net team because the office is five blocks away and I go in there, even when I don't have to, you know, we can work remote sometimes, and I, but I'm always in there because I love, love my team and I love that engagement and interaction. But, um, but working remotely, a couple of things I, is when you're at home, like when you're at work, don't you find yourself sometimes wanting to go and sit on a couch over there or just disappearing for two hours at a coffee shop and concentrating on something? You can do the same thing at home. So I have maybe five different working areas in my small apartment. Uh, I have a stationary bike that I retrofitted to have a computer, that my computer on. Uh, I got that delivered about a week before. <laughs> a, a week ago. Um, wow. Yeah, I have it one on my couch, another one on my sofa, another one in my foyer where, where my dresser is and it, acts as a stand-up desk. And once you move around like that, it, it really helps. When you're on a meeting, don't sit on your couch on a meeting. Walk around, like stand up, do something. And it really helps. Also, just so people know, I mean, Zoom has a killer app on, their, uh, on, on the mobile devices. So there's no reason to be stuck on a computer if, if, if uh, that's your only exposure to it. They have really good mobile stuff. So you can be moving around with it if you need to. Yeah. That's good advice. You know, I, I knew this guy that worked for Woody Allen once. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. This was, well, he told me the story before, like we found okay. out like, all yeah. the horrible things that when he like married his, his wife's like adopted daughter, which <laughs> yeah. is a sentence you should yeah. never say. No, we were um, there. So in any case, uh, so uh, Woody Allen, I mean, he used to uh, produce like one movie a year. So he used to have to have like three movies in production at any given time. So the way that that guy would organize his stuff is that he would have like different stations, just like you were saying, and um, he would work on a different project at each mm-hmm. different station. Mm-hmm. So he may be a frightful human being, but he had a whole system down very similar to yours, Tim. It's really, I, I think it's re- very, very important to have a system. Don't leave things up to chance. Like I, I, still, I still have the same routine. Like when I would go into the office, I get up at the same time, I, I, now I shower at night because I say it's better to just wash off all the things from the day, um, uh-huh. including the virus, and then going to bed. But I get up, I put on the coffee. Now I, I bought a coffee maker because, you know, I don't cook. Uh, and, so and then, wait, uh, what? You don't cook, so you bought a coffee maker? What does that mean? Well, well I, you I can't cook make, eggs in a coffee maker. But man. I didn't even make coffee at home. That's how much. How oh, that's how much you don't cook. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> But, okay. um, but, but you do the same things, right? You get up at the same time, you make your coffee, sit down, you have breakfast, and then you go, you go turn on Slack and you go right to work. And you, you maintain that same work day. 
Um, don't think that, oh, you know what, let me just, let me just uh, take as much time as I want on this because later on at eight o'clock at night, I can work on this. No, you need to work on uh, what you need to work on. Be as productive as you can for that period of time. And then you take a break. Hmm. Wow. Well, look, these are uh, really good tips. I will say, Tim, um, you know, if anybody wants to learn more about what you're doing with uh, Pro Bono Net, because uh, I know everybody's kind of the one, those of us that are doing all right, are kind of in the giving spirit and want to help out. How should they get in touch with you? Uh, so I'm T Baron. So Baron is my last name, B-A-R-A-N at probono.net. And yes, we certainly welcome, uh, especially at this time. Uh, if you, if you know of, if you can, or if you know of anyone that can, uh, donations. Wonderful. Tim, thank you so much for being with us tonight and stay healthy, man. Thank you, Larry. You too. Say uh, my love to Dina and the kids. You got it. This is the 10 minute law firm podcast. Be sure to subscribe and don't forget to rate and review so we can keep bringing you awesome content.